0: Hello and welcome to the Christchurch Podcast. I hope you're having a great day today. I'm here. This is Jared. I'm here with uh, my buddy Brandon McNeely. And Brandon, introduce yourself real quick. Uh, I, they already know your name, but uh, tell us: Are you married? What are you doing here in Carbondale? What, what are you doing ministry-wise?
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm married. Been married for six weeks, so I'm an expert. Um, <laughs> and uh, not really, but I'm learning. And uh, I'm also the director of the Baptist collusion Ministry at SIU and. Um, we're just starting that up this semester and we've been been moving along so um, and I'm also a student at SIU, and majoring in sports administration. Very cool.
0: Uh, it's been a really real pleasure to be able to see God work through through Brandon and the collegiate ministry. Uh, I get to get a chance. Jordan and I and Ransom have been going on uh, Wednesday nights just to, to hang out with these students and God's at work and uh, in, in a pretty powerful way. it's just neat to see. And uh, he's doing that, God is, through, through Brandon in a real powerful way. So it's just a, it's an honor to be able to meet with Brandon here today. And we're going to walk through a passage in Romans chapter 7. And this is going to be the passage that I get to preach at the men's retreat this weekend. And uh, if you've not signed up, men, I encourage you to do that. You can go ahead and just uh, come on Friday night and just bring $25. Um, if you if you want, you can message me on Facebook and ask any questions, and hopefully I'll have some, some answers for you about the weekend. But uh, we'd love for you to come. And uh, if you're not going to be able to come, uh, then this is for both the men and the women. We're just going to talk through the passage that I'm preaching, and I think it'll be an encouragement to you today. I hope it is. And uh, we're going to be talking about bearing fruit for God. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read through uh, Romans chapter 7 verses 1 through 6 and then I'm going to play a little Q&A here with with Brandon and we're just going to walk through it slowly and uh, like I said I hope it's an encouragement and challenge to you today. Uh, So let me go ahead and read the passage. Or do you not know brothers for I am speaking to those who know the law that the law is binding on a person only as long as he lives. For a married woman is bound to the law, bound by the law to her husband while he lives. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law of marriage. Accordingly, she will be called an adulteress if she lives with another man while her husband is alive. But if her husband dies, she is free from the law. And if she if she marries a, another man, she is not an adulteress. Likewise, my brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ, so that you might belong to another to him who has raised you from the dead, in order that you may bear fruit for God. For while we were living in the flesh, our sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit for death. But now we're released from the law, having died to that which held us captive, so that we serve in a new way, the way of the Spirit, and not the old way of the written code. So this is a passage that I was just reading through as I'm reading through my Bible um, this year, just I'm in Romans and, and I was just reading this the other morning I thought, man, that is perfect, that's what I'm going to preach this weekend at the men's retreat The title of the sermon is, is going to be The Gospel for Failing Men And the idea is that I want men to, to not just leave a, a men's retreat with a bunch of information And just trying harder A lot of men's retreats, the idea is uh, that we're going to appeal to the strength of men And so we're going to tell men what to do and the thought is, well, men are strong. They'll be able to, to do what we tell them to do. And I actually want to appeal to your weakness this week, this week, men. I want to appeal to the fact that, that, uh, that we are weak and, and that we know what to do, and yet we still fail to do it. And uh, the good news about that, although it sounds like bad news, is that Christ is strong. And I think the key, and we're going to see here in a second, is in this passage. In verse 4, verse 4 ends like this. In order that we may, may bear fruit for God... So whatever information comes before verse four, the end of verse four, it helps us know how we are going to bear fruit for God. So Brandon, I have a question for you. What does it mean to bear fruit for God? Um, I think it just means
1: to, um, just put away more of your selfish desires and, um, just put on the fruit, the fruit of the spirit is, um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control, um, I think it just means letting the Spirit work those attributes into you more um, and through you um, to show the Gospel and, and, to, sh- and, and to show Christ. Um, you know, we're commanded over and over again uh, to take up our cross, to deny ourselves, and um, I think when, when, you, when you don't deny yourself, you're not showing the fruit of the Spirit. And um, So I think it's just to, just to put on
0: these attributes more um, for, the, for the advancement of the Gospel. Good deal. And that's what we want for you men this weekend and for, for the ladies listening in here today as well. That's what we want for, for all of you. We want, and I want for myself and Brandon wants for him, we want to bear fruit for God. We want to grow in godliness. We want to become more and more like Jesus. And so I want to know what it is before the end of verse 4 that helps me bear fruit for God. So let's go back through this. The first three verses talk about a marriage. And the idea is that there's a husband and wife that are married and the law binds them together until one of them dies but if one of the one of the, the spouses die if the husband dies the wife is free to marry that's what it says here at the end of verse 3 it says but if her husband dies she is free from that law and if she marries another another man she is not an adulteress and then verse 4 brings us into this law gospel paradigm verse 4 it starts like this it says Likewise, my brothers. So, Brandon, I'm going to ask again, what do you, what do you think that word likewise means? I think it's just,
1: it's, it's just a word that's bridging from, from this picture of marriage and death to what we're about to read. And um, I think it's just saying what you just read here
0: is going to help you understand what you're about to read. Good deal. Okay. So that's helpful. Thank you. Here's what the likewise leads into. My brothers, you also have died to the law through the body of Christ so that you may belong to another. Here, here's what's wild about the law. The law is actually good and right, but the problem isn't with the law. The problem is with us. The law, this first marriage, the marriage, we were married, literally married. Humans are married to this law. And the law looms over us and it exposes in us all sorts of sinful passions, uh, all sorts of heart problems. And it exposes that that we simply can't measure up. And this first husband, um, although it is good, exposes how bad we are, and it actually kills us. And in this verse, it tells us that we have died, for those who are in Christ, we have died to the law. It was us who died in that horrible first marriage, died to the law through the body of Christ. So in Christ's death, we find our death to our former marriage. We died to that form, that former husband, that former marriage, that law. We died to that when Christ died in our place. And the point of that is that we may belong to another. So here's where our second marriage comes in. This is how this this likewise transitions from the first part of the chapter to the sec- or, uh, first part of the, the chapter to the second part of these verses. It says that we are now if you're in Christ, we have a new marriage. We belong to another. We belong to Christ. He is our husband. We are his bride. Now, men don't freak out by that. Uh, In fact, ladies, you can feel honored by this. This is a place in the Scriptures where men are given a feminine description that we are the bride of Christ. We as the body of Christ are His bride. And this says that all of this happens so that we may belong to Him. We have a new marriage now. We are dead to the law. That first marriage is gone. Now, to Him who has been raised from the dead, and this is the idea here, in order that we may bear fruit for God. This is where a lot of men's retreats go wrong. And we're actually we're going to just end it here because, because, for time's sake. Read five and six, and it's just some powerful stuff. Here's where a lot of men's retreats go, go wrong, and I'm going to bring Brandon into this again. When I'm told, when, when I go to men's retreats or hear of men's retreats or even done them in the past, um, I think my thought is that growth comes through that first marriage. Tell the men what to do. Love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Uh, love your children. Disciple your children. Disciple men. Fight for people who can't fight for themselves. Serve people uh, the way they, uh, the, the people who bear the image of God deserve to be served. Be this, be that. And the appeal is to the law. Men, do this. Try harder. Now let me ask you this. Uh, Brandon you know that you're supposed to love your wife and you're newly married and you joked to to begin with that you've got this figured out but uh you know you're supposed to love your wife as christ loved the church and gave himself up for her Mm -hmm. do you do that perfectly not even close not even close if i tell you right now brandon go and love your wife as christ loved the church every single day every moment um does that command from the scriptures from me to you in and of itself give you power to actually do it or does it show you how much you're actually failing it shows me how much i'm failing it
1: it It does it sheds it it it, it sheds light and just brings to mind all the times that i didn't um you know that i acted wrongly and uh, more so than the times that i acted right
0: yeah so here's what we want to do this weekend And uh, the men preaching this weekend are fantastic and they love the Gospel of Jesus and that's why I'm confident that this is going to be a message that's going to be from Friday night to Saturday morning just poured into our minds and hearts over and over again. If we want to bear fruit for God, we've got to lean into our real marriage, the second marriage, and not lean into the first marriage. That first marriage exposed in us sinful passions and slayed us. We want to talk about Christ and Him crucified. We want to talk about being the bride of Christ. We want to talk about The Risen Lord, and we want to talk about the Holy Spirit being poured into our hearts, transforming us from one stage of glory to the next as we see the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. And this all is that we may bear fruit for God. So we want to talk about the finished work of Christ this weekend. I hope you're able to come. Uh, we are going to record the, the sermons and so we can put those on the Internet. Uh, for you ladies out there, this is an encouragement to you as well. Uh, that first marriage, the marriage to the law, uh, you have died to that, and you are now you now belong to another, uh, your King Jesus. and So I'm going to pray for you, and I pray this good news washes over you uh, where you're at, and, uh, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. Actually, I'm going to let Brandon pray. Brandon, go for it. Okay.
1: <laughs> Father, we just... Uh god we thank you for your goodness and we thank you for your spirit um that that you just poured out onto us and um god i just pray for each person that listens that that listens to this that they'd be encouraged um god and that they would um just see their true identity in christ and um yeah but we just uh we just praise you for for the work that you did on the cross god and just ask that 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 rings true even more so to us and um god and and that's where we boast in um, God I just uh, I just lift these people up to you, and um, God ask you just allow them to be a bold witness for you, in Jesus' name, Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Have a great day.